When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On the Gopher Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, this is the Golden Gopher Podcast presented by Schuler Shoes. Fall fun starts at Schuler Shoes. Step in for the largest selection of footwear for the season or visit SchulerShoes.com. And by Red Savoy Pizza, soda-style pizza since 1965. Find us online at SavoyPizza.com. And welcome to the Golden Gopher Podcast. I'm Justin Gard from KFAN Radio as well as the Gopher Radio Network. And thank you for finding us however you find your podcast, whether it's iHeartRadio, whether it's Apple Podcasts, whatever. We appreciate it. Checking in each and every week. If you're new to the program, the deal is we catch up once a week with somebody related to Golden Gopher Athletics. Makes sense. It's right there in the name. And we thank uh, Schuler Shoes and Red Savoy Pizza for helping us out again. A quick reminder that uh, the Gophers have a big football game this Saturday at TCF Bank Stadium. It's against Penn State. You may have heard about it. 11 o'clock kick. Some tickets still available if you want to find your way there. Don't think it's supposed to snow. So that should be good. It's a maroon out. It's going to be about 35 degrees. Beautiful November day here in Minneapolis, gophersports.com for info there. But I'm sure someone who's really excited about the 30-degree temperatures is a Florida native who's one of our podcast <laughs> guests today. Uh, we were talking volleyball today, and uh, I will remind you before we start that uh, not only do we have the Golden Gopher podcast, we have the Gopher volleyball podcast that dropped as well. So search for that, my conversation with Hugh McCutcheon that we do every couple of weeks. But a uh, couple of people that play for Hugh McCutcheon are joining me now. Junior Stephanie Samity from Florida. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Of course. And uh, a senior, Alexis Hart from Kansas City, Missouri. Thanks for joining me, guys. No problem. Of course. <laughs> I, I want to start with the weather, mm-hmm. Stephanie. Can we do that? Yeah, that's and fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm always, um, I'm always uh, interested when people come this far north. Mm-hmm. When you're from Florida, 
I've heard it's a lot nicer there. I don't get yeah. there as much as I want, but what was it like, you know, to uh, to come up here from Florida and really experience a true Minnesota winter for the first time? Yeah, you know, it was definitely different. Um, you know, negative weather. I haven't ever seen that before. So, it was kind of a shock coming into it, but you know, like I came here, my teammates warned me, you know, I was prepared. <laughs> I got a nice parka, so it wasn't as bad as I thought. Yeah, we. I don't think we let it sneak up on anybody yeah, that is yeah. cold, right? I was for sure informed. Now, Kansas time. City, it doesn't exactly get cold, but it's not like super tropical, right, Alexis? But even so, it's a different It's a different vibe up here. You've got the hat on right now. We're inside. <laughs> um, it's a different vibe up here than it is in Kansas City, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, Kansas City has more like ice storms. So it's as cold, but I've never really experienced like negative 30, negative mm-hmm. 40, so... When that happened, I was like, whoa. How nice is it now that you've got, you know, at the PAV, you've got a lot of stuff now. You've got, yeah. you know, the workout facility. There's multiple cold tubs, hot mm-hmm. tubs, yeah. video rooms, and everything like that with the uh, with the Eddie facility that was just unveiled. Is it nice to kind of have the one-stop shop? I know you got to come over here to study, I'm sure, and <laughs> eat and do all that. But yeah. is it nice to have a lot of that stuff just in one place and you don't – once you get there when it's cold, you just kind of chill? Yeah, I mean, it's a blessing, you know, the fact that we can come off – the court after we're done playing and we can just get in the cold tubs or the hot tubs is a truly blessing yeah you think so i think so as it the just florida native lives. of the group <laughs> it makes our lives easier yeah how much sure. did you hear from former teammates that maybe didn't get to experience what you've got at the <laughs> moment i talked to you about that on opening day i was there for that ceremony i said the problem you've got here and you've got the athletes village now mm-hmm. now you've got the, the new uh, upgrades at the pav mm-hmm. you hear some from some former teammates that are a little bitter that they didn't get to <laughs> yeah. experience all that it's a lot of jealousy you know is that right what <laughs> like, kind of stuff are they happen? saying yeah why didn't this happen when we were here kind of thing yeah yeah i believe that especially the seniors who just missed it last year like yeah. samantha <laughs> she was like of course yeah exactly <laughs> but, played you know. four years one of the all-time greats no cold tub. Yeah. <laughs> no hot tub in the building. No AC either. That's true. I forgot about the AC. Yeah. That's a whole other podcast. Um, well, this is so we're not going to talk a lot of volleyball on this podcast. We might get into it a little bit at the end, but I just kind of want to get to know you girls better, uh, young women better, I should say, um, student athletes better. Um, and because we see you on the court, we watch you, whether it's at the Pavilion or Big Ten Network or BTN Plus, and we get to know like bits and pieces. But I think both of your stories are, are really fascinating. And I'm curious, I'll start with you, Alexis. Mm-hmm. Like, volleyball i know you you didn't uh, you weren't born with a volleyball in your hands mm-hmm. right like you played other sports think right. you played basketball mm-hmm. right for a while your mom was a basketball player as well mm-hmm. when did you come upon volleyball and not necessarily the the hotbed of the volleyball world kansas right. city mm-hmm. um so it was kind of like in seventh or eighth grade my family's more like a basketball family like everyone plays basketball so my mom was like well you either have to play basketball or volleyball and i was like I don't like basketball, so volleyball it is. And then once I realized I was better in volleyball than basketball, I was excited. And she was kind of like, "Uh, but you know, she got over it." But so when did you find? When did you figure out I'm pretty good at this? Like this can be something that I take into college and hopefully beyond. Uh, I think it was my junior year when I started playing club because you know obviously in Missouri high school volleyball isn't as competitive as like other states, but. It was like my 16th year. I said, "Whoa!" Like I'm actually because I transitioned from being a middle to outside. Right. So then I realized like. All right, this is kind of different, but, you know, it worked out pretty well. And I was like, okay, I'm starting to get looks, so I realized that's when I was getting better. How about you, Stephanie? When do you remember – what's your first volleyball memory? (laughs) Uh, My first memory would be um, in, like, sixth grade. Like, my teammates think it's so funny. Um, I tried out for the team in sixth grade, and I didn't make it. And, um, you know – Alexis, that by the happened. way, gut laughing over here off mic <laughs> yeah. for those that haven't seen this. Yeah, so tried out sixth grade, didn't make it. Tried out seventh grade, you know, worked at it, and I made the team. 
And then I started playing club in like eighth grade. So So what happened in sixth grade? I'm curious. Like had you played before? (laughs) No, like that was my first time ever picking up a volleyball. Okay. What what made you want to try it? Or what made you um, think this is something I might be interested in? I don't know. Like I've seen it being played, so I was just kinda like, Oh, like this kinda looks fun. I should probably try out since they have a team, but you know. Didn't make it. <laughs> Did, didn't make it. Who's that coach? And has that coach been fired? Um, no, they haven't. <laughs> okay, so they're still, they're still running news yeah. programs in Florida. Okay. Yeah. So what did you do in the interim? What did you do from sixth to seventh grade? Did you practice on your own? Did you do yeah. other sports? How did that whole year go? Yeah, I had a ball at home. Like my parents got me a ball and I played by myself with my little sister against the wall, that kind of thing. No kidding. So, yeah. yeah. So then you make the team in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. That had to be pretty exciting. That was fun. What yeah. was that like? What <laughs> do you remember fun, about just that? Just knowing like... Last year, I didn't make it, and, like, I didn't see it as, like, a failure or anything. I was just like, you know, I'm just going to keep trying, and then I did, and I made it, and it was kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool. And when did you figure out, wow, I'm pretty good? I can, <laughs> I can take this. I mean. Because I remember when you were being recruited, and we'll talk about both of you, how you guys decided to come to the U, but I remember coming in. You were a big-time recruit, obviously. It was a big deal, not just to get you from Florida, because that's unlikely, <laughs> yeah. but to get a player of your caliber to come in and with your credentials, which obviously happened very quickly given you were cut in sixth grade. <laughs> yeah. um, when did you realize you were, you know, you could take it somewhere like, to where you are now? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it was kind of just in club, you know, just having coaches that believed in me so much kind of thing. And, you know, they kept saying that they saw my potential, and I was like, okay, maybe I – can do something with this and maybe I do have the skills that they say that I that they see kind of thing you know what so. do you guys think drew you besides just being good at it and athletic mm-hmm. obviously you play both Alexis we talked about that with basketball mm-hmm. what do you like about the game that allowed you to be successful in it um, I think just the fact that it's like a team sport. So like I did track, which is kind of individual because I only jumped and it was kind of lonely, I guess. Yeah. And I didn't have like long that. days at a track meet. Yeah, too, by the way. for sure, all day. And then basketball, you know, it's a team sport, but I feel like in volleyball, you need everyone that's on that court or even on that bench. Like you need everyone with basketball. I feel like it was more like individual performance. They could score, get forty points for you, and maybe win the game. But in volleyball, you need that pass, that set, that hit in order to have everyone connect. Well, what's always stood out to me about your group, and I actually don't think it's it's specific to you guys Mm because I remember going to volleyball matches in high school and the camaraderie of the team is a big deal. I mean, you guys are getting together after every point. I've I've always talked to Hugh about like your bench, like even going back to last year, like everybody's standing, Mm -hmm. everybody's into it. Is that the team aspect as well, Stephanie? Did that draw you to the game? Yeah, for sure. I definitely think the fact that, like Lexi said, like it really does take everyone, like from the coaches to everyone on the bench, like the six players on on the court, you know, it really... Like, you need everyone in order to win. You know, everyone brings something different to the team kind of thing. So you mentioned getting looks Mm -hmm. and getting, you know, feelers basically from different college coaches. Mm -hmm. What do you remember about your first interaction with your current coach, Hugh McCutcheon, when you learned of him, when you Mm -hmm. met him, Mm -hmm. when you first interacted with him, if you do remember a specific time? So like I said, I wasn't that big, like, on knowing, like, volleyball knowledge that well. So, like, I kind of – I knew of Hugh, but, like, I didn't know, like, what he actually, like, did. So when I actually searched him up, I said – Okay, you like, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, okay, I think I want to go. Like, but it was kind of crazy. Like, just not the fact that you know it was Hugh himself. But then when I saw how humble he was, and like he wasn't bragging about like what he'd done, I'm like, that's like someone who I want like to coach me because I just loved his personality. Yeah, I'm curious. Like, I've talked to him obviously for years now. Yeah, and he doesn't. I'm always curious how he would recruit because mm-hmm. he's not a rah rah guy. He's not right. like in your face. Like, so when he's recruiting you to come mm-hmm. to the University of Minnesota, like, what kind of things is he? talking about or trying to sell or saying here's what I I envisioned for you and Mm -hmm. I think this would be a good fit what do you remember about that 
I think the biggest thing especially was that the fact that not only was he interested that I was an athlete, but as a person. And like for my grandfather, who was really big into two, he said that's what I really loved about you was the fact that, yeah, you're athletic, but we also want you to be a better person when you come out of Minnesota. So that was like the biggest thing I remember. What do you remember, Stephanie? Um, I also remember that. I also remember like phone calls with Hugh kind of thing. And, you know, over the phone, it's kind of hard to hear him with the accent, you know, as <laughs> especially as like a recruit. So um, like that would always be fun. But like Lexi was saying, like what drew me was the fact that he really does want you to d- develop not only as a player, but like as a person and, you know, to learn from, you know, things that happen on the court as well as like off the court and just try to be a better person at, before you leave. And so does he ever talk about the Olympics or the national team stuff? I mean, do you ever – because, like, I, I work with Daryl Thompson, who mm-hmm. was a first-round pick in the NFL, played for the Green Bay Packers forever. The guy never talks about his own career. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to beg him to say, hey, tell me a Brett Favre story or tell me a <laughs> story when you played the San Francisco 49ers mm-hmm. and Joe Montana was over there. I'm dating myself. You guys probably have no idea who those <laughs> no. guys are. But some of our older audience members will. But mm-hmm. it's the humility is interesting. And I'm curious, like, do you guys ever ask him about – what was it like playing, you know, in the gold medal match, you know, whether it was for the men or the women? Does that ever come up or is it just like that's kind of the past for him and he's moved on? Well, I stumped him. <laughs> stumped them both. I say with Hugh, it's really about like if he brings it up, it's never about himself, but it's about like what happened during that time about like with the, with the team and what he learned from that situation with them and like how it applies to us. Mm-hmm. But it's never about like Hugh and like what he did kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's a great answer, and and that makes sense because obviously he's had every experience in the sport that you could possibly have. Mm -hmm. And I have to imagine, like you say, you looked him up. Mm -hmm. You said, "Okay, (laughs) Hugh, like that's got to be pretty cool to learn." You know, he went into the International Hall of Fame a year ago. Like one of the most respected volleyball minds in the world Mm -hmm. is your coach. That has to be pretty cool. Yeah, it is awesome. Don't be too excited about it. <laughs> so tell me about the Japan trip uh, this past year. Like that's the, what I always like is, you know, you guys come here to be students, mm-hmm. you come here to compete, but one of the advantages I think you get is you get to see the world. And I know you've done a lot of international travel yourself playing for Team USA and things like that, but what was that experience like? I've always said Hugh should do a cooking show because he's been <laughs> on, or like a food show because yeah. right. he's been everywhere yeah. around the world and it's mm-hmm. one of my favorite things to talk to him about. But what was that uh, voyage like here to go to Japan? I mean, it was it was a blessing, you know, the fact that like because I didn't really travel before college anyways, and I've never been outside the country. So when I went to Japan, it was just a different culture. I was kind of culture shocked, like, wow, like this is so different from where I'm from. And just the fact that I can learn from other girls and we couldn't understand each other, but we were kind of like trying to understand each other. So sure. that was like the most fun part, I think. Of the yeah. Trip. What is Japan like? I've never been there either. I've been to Mexico and that's it <laughs> yeah. in terms of being out of the country. So Japan, literally other side of the world, basically. Yeah. What what st- stood out about that experience? Let's see. Um, you know, like Lexi was saying, like, it's just really different, you know, like a different way of living. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I just love how, like, green it was. Just like, I don't know if rule would be the right word to say, but it was kind of like that where we were at least. And, um, you know, it's just nice to see, like, a whole different side of the world, you know, that I didn't even know existed kind of thing. It's kind of hard, hard to put into words. What it but it's like. something that, you know, a lot of people never get to do, right, right? Yeah. in their yeah. entire life. And I know you've been to China Mm-hmm. Been to Italy as well. How old are you? I am 21. <laughs> That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty it's awesome. amazing that a sport can take you to all those different places. Yeah. 
It is. Hopefully you remember it when you're my age, you know, 37. <laughs> um, so tell me about deciding to come to the university. You mentioned it was important. Your grandpa's obviously big into education. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you've walked in May and mm-hmm. you've got, you're have got you going to get your degree and all of those things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's why you come here. That was a big reason. But when you were going through the recruiting process, how did you kind of weed through it? And I'm sure it's overwhelming if you've never been through it. And how much did your mom help you with that, Alexis, and that she was a college athlete mm-hmm. and kind of maybe knew – how to navigate the thing. Yeah, she helped me a lot, especially just because when she was in college, she kind of had a coach that was more just about like the kind of like just about winning and not really about her. So she really wanted to make sure that I had the experience that she didn't have. So like we did a pro con list and like, what do you like about each school? What do you don't like about each school? And the fact that Minnesota, the only con was that like, it's a little bit colder than Kansas City, but (laughs) that was like the only con and everything else was pros. So I think just the fact that my family really loved it and the fact that I love the coaches and the girls, I'm like, I'm not going to even play with you. But the fact that I can like connect with you in a week was just something that like stood out to me. And I-35 is in Kansas City, too. You, it you, is. So, I mean, you don't even have to, like, you just drive straight <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, it's only six and a half hours. No turns for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. What about you, Stephanie, the recruiting process? Obviously, you had a ton of offers, a ton of interests. You could have gone anywhere in the in the country that you wanted to go. Yeah. What stood out about Minnesota, and, and why did you feel like it was the right decision for you? Yeah, for me, it was based on academics as well as um, athletics and the academic side, I like going into college, like I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. And I love the fact that Minnesota was strong all around, like all over, no matter like what degree you got kind of thing. So I had like a lot of options I felt. And then that the athletic side, I just really love the whole like team chemistry. Like Lexi was saying, like you can come here like for a visit or something and, you know, you just feel connected to the team like automatically. And it's kind of like a weird feeling, you know? Sure. Like Honestly, like for me, like it felt like home. Like I felt like this was a place I could come, you know, feel comfortable with the girls, feel comfortable with the coaches and, you know, be okay being here so far away from home. When you committed, was it in person? Was it on the phone? What do you remember about telling the coach, (laughs) I want to be a gopher? Uh, It was on the phone for me and I kind of committed late. It was like almost going to the senior of my high school. Yeah, going to senior. And I I was like, cute. I want to come to Minnesota. He was like, that's great. Cause he thought we were just going to talk about like normal stuff. And I'm like, Nope, I want to come here. And it was just, I don't know. I just remember smiling and that was probably about it. But yeah. And you said, it's great. Yeah. So we'll see in a little bit. Right. (laughs) How about you? For me, it was a couple days after I visited here for the first time. And, um, like I was looking at different schools and they were all like waiting for deadlines kind of thing. And, um, like Hugh knew this. So I was just kind of like Hugh, like after considering all these schools and like, all this stuff. I want to come to Minnesota. And he was like, Oh wow. Okay. Really? <laughs> yeah. So you built it up like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. You made him kind of hang a little mm, bit. Yep. I like that. Make him a little uncomfortable. Yeah. I think that's fine. I think that's fair. Um, can you guys give us a sense and we'll start with you, Stephanie. I'm, I'm amazed as someone um, who I have a deep respect for college athletes because you're not normal in terms of what you're doing. I mean, there's a lot that is demanded of you on a day-to-day basis. So when I talk to um, when I talk to athletes, I'm always curious what your day-to-day is like. <laughs> like when you get up, basically every moment is scheduled for you, yep. right? And <laughs> yep. so take us through what the typical day is like. And obviously, if there's travel involved, that adds a whole different element yeah. that we can maybe talk about. But your normal day-to-day, like today's Tuesday. Yep. What, what's a normal Tuesday look like for you? My Tuesday is like wake up around like, 6.45, I have class at 8, 8 until 11. I have a massage from 11 to 12. 
and then I'm doing this fun <laughs> podcast interview, and then have lunch, have lift at 1.30, um, practice starts at 2.45, so I'm taped before then, um, get done with practice, go have dinner, shower, and then I have tutoring from 7.30 to 8.30. That's that is it, my huh? Tuesday. Wow. That's it. That's <laughs> that Tuesday. Wow. All right, Alexis, what about you? Well, um, I only have four credits this semester. You're living the dream right yeah. now. Yeah, so um, today I woke up at 7.30 for Lyft. Then I had a massage at 9. And then I'm here. So, but obviously my junior and sophomore year. Was, yeah, well, take me through that. Okay. Because well, that, that sounds nice. That yeah, sounds well, lovely. yeah, but this is nice, but it took a lot to get here. Obviously, <laughs> junior year, I did um, 18 credits during the season, which. Why would you do that? Well, I knew I wanted to graduate early and then all everyone kept telling me like, it'll get easier and like, you'll thank yourself senior. And I'm thanking myself because it was crazy. That makes but, sense. Yeah. But yeah, it was more like, I don't remember exactly, but I just knew I had like three classes in a row. I had tutoring like in the afternoon, but I had my massage in the morning and then I had like a meeting with my academic advisor. Then I had lunch, practice and dinner. It was just kind of like steps, but yeah. And when you travel, what's that like when, you know, you're, especially if you're traveling on a win for a Wednesday match, which mm-hmm. are great because they're on the Big Ten Network. People mm-hmm. can watch them. Obviously, yeah. some of the Wednesday matches here are right. sold out. It's crazy down here. Mm-hmm. What's that like, though, when you're probably leaving on a Tuesday and you're playing maybe eight o'clock on a Wednesday night and getting home late and, you know, the class is right there the next morning there for you? What's yeah. that like? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, since like in my major, we have like a lot of uh, like group assignments. So I miss out on a lot of group things, which I feel like I feel terrible because I'm like, I like I'm not trying to. Sure. But the fact that like I, I try to participate as much as I can. But just knowing that my group mates help me out, like we get it. We understand you're an athlete, like, but it's just the fact that I can't do as much as I want to. So kind of, you know, it's kind of half and half. But sure, I believe it. So what's it like to have, you know, the athletes village now, which when you were being recruited, I'm sure was being dangled i'm sure you yeah. saw the renderings yeah. <laughs> yeah. of hey this is what it's going to look like this is what it's going to be but to have that stephanie like you say mm-hmm. you got practice then you come here for dinner when it's yeah. only athletes mm-hmm. and then you go right upstairs to tutoring i imagine what is that like to have everything just in one spot yeah it definitely makes life easier you know like the calf there's just like so many options so you have like if you're craving something right now you can probably make it you know or like have different things that you want stuff like that so that's always fun and then, you know, like after that, you go up to tutoring and like you're just there. You have your tutors that answer whatever questions you have kind of thing. So, yeah, I think it's just a great bonus, really. <laughs> so if I'm doing my math right, Alexis, your 18 credits, mm-hmm. that was the fall of 2018. No, 2017? 2017, yes. 2017. Yes, correct. The Athletes Village wasn't open until January 2018. Yes. Is that right? Yes, correct. So in your 18-credit grind, you didn't have this. Right. What did you do? I know you had academic buildings, and yeah, and, but it wasn't all mm-hmm. here in this spot. So what was that like? Um, It wasn't fun, but, you know, <laughs> I made it work. I kind of just um, – like, at first, I started getting, like, a lot of, like, sandwiches, like, from stores. But then I started packing my own lunch because I realized I had, like, 30 minutes to get from one sure. class to the next. I didn't have enough time. So That makes sense. But with the calf, I'm excited. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's an amazing tool. Yeah, and, yeah but for it's, sure. But it's like you say, you guys are busy. Uh-huh. It makes sense to have everything in one right. spot. Yeah. What's been your favorite class here at the U? Mm. Stumped them. <laughs> Making them think. Making them. They both have their fingers on their chins. <laughs> both contemplating their favorite classes. What's a class you would take again if you could? 
that you enjoyed oh, it? Mine was leadership. Leadership? Yeah, I took it um, my freshman fall. And um, yeah, I loved it. It was very interactive, you know, like within the class. And um, there were like projects where you had to like be vulnerable and like tell stories and stuff like that. And I don't know, I felt like it was a great learning experience for myself. And then just to hear like other people's stories as well. And yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I take it again. For the leadership class. Alexis, what do you think? I don't remember the exact title, but it was something like a history class with one of my favorite professors. Um, I don't know. Everyone just brought like their different like aspects of living. And it was just like a class full of diversity. So like you kind of just got like where everyone's was from and their different backgrounds. So it was kind of cool. So uh, last couple of things for you. Um, pre-match routines. <laughs> do you have any weird superstitions or superstitions that you look around and go, this is weird. Why do I do it this way? My teammates do that. Or just tell me. Do you have superstitions at all, like your routine of getting ready uh, to, as your coach says, be at your best when your best is needed? Yeah. I think it's different. Like, at home, we obviously blast music, but on the road, we don't have a speaker. So, obviously, we're kind of just talking in the locker room. Yeah. yeah. What's the music? Uh, majority, like, pop, hip-hop, just, like, loud music with a lot of bass. You got to have the bass line <laughs> of course. Yeah. Who decides? Are you the DJ? Oh, no. I'm not the DJ. Oh, really? Who's no. the team DJ? switches, like... Random people will just like get yeah. on the ox. Take yeah. the ox and people are like, okay, I haven't heard this song in a minute. And then yeah. it just, they stay on the ox. <laughs> really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's no dedicated DJ. That kind of no. surprises yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's no DJ. And just on the road, feeling it. Yeah. Whoever, whoever just feels the vibe uh -huh. that day, yeah. you know, that person's <laughs> yeah. due for so a nice match. Yeah, yeah, in charge. Yeah. So on the road, you're just hanging out. You're just talking. Mm -hmm. So what's interesting is you guys have to go, like, obviously the pavilion is pretty much off the charts every match you play. Mm -hmm. One of the best environments in college volleyball. You visit places that maybe aren't, mm -hmm. whether it's in the Big Ten or sometimes you're playing a neutral site game. If it's the Big Ten ACC Challenge, mm -hmm. you're playing, let's just say, for example, North Carolina in Tallahassee, Florida. There's probably not going to be a lot of people in that gym. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so right. what's that? How do you balance the two? At home, I have to imagine it's pretty easy to get hyped for it. On the road, how do you bring that same energy? Um, I would say, like, the bench in general just does. Like, whoever's on the bench, they do a great job of just, like, having a lot of energy. And I guess, like, the people on the court. But, like, I just feel like the whole team just kind of is, like, already energetic. And we just keep the energy live. Like, we're the only ones clapping. But yeah, we keep it energetic. So what's it like at home, though? <laughs> at home, I think it's – I don't know. I think it's definitely just fun, you know. Like, the crowd's cheering for you, you know. You know, you'll – like the fat heads floating around, like that kind of environment. Like it's just fun to play in. It appears so. Yeah. yeah. It appears like it's fun. Well, mm -hmm. I appreciate both of you guys in your, well, not as much you, Alexis, because you have four credits. Yeah. Like you, I feel like I could keep you for another hour or so. Yeah. You know, and then you get taped up and go to practice. But Stephanie, I know you're much busier as a junior. So thank you both for taking the time today. And uh, good luck. I know you're hitting the road this week for Maryland and Ohio State. But then you've got a nice uh, home stretch of matches coming mm -hmm. up to wrap up the season. Yeah. So continued success this year. I know it's been an interesting year with all the different people bouncing around yeah, and all yep. the changes, but your coaches, uh, maybe not to you, but to me, sung your praises on how you guys <laughs> have persevered through all of that. So continued success the rest of the way, and uh, we'll certainly be following you. Thank you. That is the Golden Gopher podcast for today. We thank both uh, Alexis and Stephanie for joining us. A reminder that you can go to gophersports.com for info on their entire schedule. Uh, we've got Wisconsin, Michigan, Nebraska, and Iowa still coming up at the pavilion. If you've never been, you should go. Phenomenal environments. Uh, 
Maybe even highlight that Nebraska match on the 22nd. That one might be pretty cool. GopherSports.com for all the info. Thanks, Shuler Shoes. Thanks, Red Savoy. Thanks, everybody. This has been the Golden Gopher Podcast, presented by Shuler Shoes. Fall fun starts at Shuler Shoes. Step in for the largest selection of footwear for the season or visit ShulerShoes.com. And by Red Savoy Pizza, soda-style pizza since 1965. Find us online at SavoyPizza.com The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Gophers Sports Network. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.